Welcome to the Declutter Empress Radio Podcast, a podcast to help you create a functional space wherever you roam. I am your host, Daria, and today we will discuss how to make your home your oasis. I am so excited to have my very first guest on the show. Today, we are going to talk about food prep. I know you're wondering, Daria, how in the world does food prep tie into decluttering? Well, they're both may seem unrelated, but they can actually be closely related. So without further delay, I want to welcome Catherine McCord, author of the new cookbook, Meal Prep Magic, Time-Saving Tricks for Stress-Free Cooking, released by the time many of you hear this on April 4th, just in time for spring, y'all. I'm excited. Catherine, thank you so much for coming to the show. I'm thrilled to be here. This is awesome and my, one of my favorite topics. I am so happy to uh, happy that you're here. Um, I have already been all over your Welicious.com website. She also has a website. You guys, you have to check it out. I am already all over it. So before we so dive in, just tell us a little bit how about how you got started in meal prepping. Well, I'll tell you something, even for myself, I mean, I'm a trained chef, culinary school, all of that. Um, but when it comes to having a family or, you know, even years before meal prep is tough meal prep is like to do it well, um, you have to really dig in. And so I wanted to create a book where it just kind of demystifies the idea of like that you think that meal prepping is hard because it is so simple. Um, but when you can declutter your kitchen, when you can declutter your pantry, your refrigerator, your, your drawers, you're all of a sudden like, oh my God, I have delicious food to eat. I don't need to go out and spend a ton of money and spend a ton of time. I'm like creating time-saving tricks for myself. Right, right. That is so awesome because we're all about those time-saving tricks, especially at this time as we're transitioning from the pandemic and everybody is back outside. Everyone's got extracurricular activities with their kids, going back to the office, hybrid schedules. How do you suggest, what tips or hacks do you have about people getting their kitchens back in order? Well, the acronym for the book is POPE. And the way that I look at it is if you can purge and donate, get rid of all of that kind of extra clutter in your kitchen, it all of a sudden makes you immediately feel so zen and just like you enjoy cooking and being in your kitchen space. And then we go into the organization. So now it's decluttered, we've donated, gotten rid of, and you can organize it in glass jars. So you can see your food, take it out of the packaging, like pastas and grains and rices. So you can like see everything. So you know what you have. So you don't need to go spend more money often on foods that you might already have on hand. And then meal prepping. So making sure that you have a full list of the meals that you want to make during a week and how many ingredients can you cross utilize and how can you turn that pasta you make on Sunday into four different meals for the days to come. And then the execute part of Pope is the cooking. So that's really just like digging in a hundred recipes with pictures in the book, but also that you're, you're cooking recipes that you love. And it doesn't have to be that many, but you know how long they take you and just really being organized in your shopping. 
that is that is exactly what I wanted to to hear because it's like, what do you buy? What what do you let go of? What do you stock? And like you say, your favorite recipes. It could be blended in with what your you and your family are already eating. And what about the spices? Because all of those spices, I know I've got some spice. First of all, I am not a cook, Catherine. I could tell you. I don't like spending more than 15 minutes in the kitchen is stress time for me. So <laughs> that's okay. By the way, that's okay. I mean, I just, uh, I just made chia pudding literally two minutes ago. And I looked at my clock, uh, eight minutes before we started here today and I made chia pudding and it's already in the refrigerator. My point being is like, it only takes certain recipes only take a few minutes. It's just getting yourself over the hump and being like, okay, I'm going to do it. Yes. And I love, and speaking of recipes, I went down a rabbit hole on the, your Weelicious site website. And I saw, I forget what week it was, but a sake mussels recipe. Mm. I said, oh, I can do this. I love <laughs> mussels. I can do this. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's just a few ingredients. I think that people think like, oh my God, it's too much. It's too, too overwhelming. Um, but back to your point about your spice drawer, like your spice drawer should be your best friend. Having spices in there that like a little cinnamon, a little cumin, maybe it's just four spices. Pick your favorite ones. You'd be shocked at how many recipes. And I give in the book so many recipes that have, you can use cumin, you can use curry powder, you can use garam marsala, like use what you love. That's, that's also a, a really great part of meal prepping. I like that using what you love, using what you love. And so what, as far as labeling systems and organizational systems, you were talking about, you mentioned those jars earlier. How do you, how would you suggest in your book to organize and label our lovely jars that we have. And I love the part where you talk about using like the Tupperware and all the mismatched Tupperware. And it's so <laughs> funny because in an earlier episode, I mentioned this year that I'm done with mismatched Tupperware. I want yes. all glass. I want it to match. I want it to look pretty. It helps my mind for some reason. Yep. <laughs> it does. Because I mean, when you have like, that's another thing, take your kitchen and organize it in segments. Don't feel like you have to do everything at once. So, I mean, at least once every six months, I take all my Tupperware out, make sure that there are lids for every container. And also, do we need more than eight or 10 pieces of Tupperware? I don't oh think gosh. so. Like, I, I mean, I think that we all, like, how do we accumulate like 30 pieces and you maybe have 15 lids to you know, bottoms that don't match? So I think that it is nice having glass because you know that it's, um, going to be probably better for the food that you're putting in it. And you can microwave in it if you want, or it's easy to go take to go if it's tempered glass. Um, and then also back to your spices. Like I, I have these glass containers that I got on Amazon. They all match. They're all labeled beautifully. And the, the biggest problem I always take up with spice companies, you can't fit maybe even a teaspoon in the top of some of these spice containers. Oh, yes. What, right? So the ones that I have are much larger tops. So you just spoon a tablespoon out as much as you want. And they look beautiful and seamless. So having, I think that having gear, um, and that's how, what I like to refer to, you know, with those kind of like mason jars or big glass jars that you could store your pasta or your rice or your grains and just having things, it doesn't have to cost a lot. Cause I don't, you know, even for me, I keep 
I use plastic shoe bins to organize my frozen fruits and vegetables. And oh, my, yes. I, freezer. I mean, yes. they're just, you know, they only cost a few dollars, but it's a good way to keep things divided instead of piled on top of each other. I like that because it just, it looks better. It's like you said, it keeps things from piling up on each other and it just, it just makes you feel better and makes it, things go a lot smoother in the kitchen. What would you say now we go into the meal prep, menu planning and creativity. Can you share any hacks on how to minimize waste or making the most of leftovers? Mm. Well, we call in our house, we call like leftovers. Sometimes you can have like a DIY situation where you put everything out. So you might have a, a, you know, a sauce with a pasta with some leftover roast vegetables, and maybe you have like a little bit of fish or chicken and then turning it into a bowl, into a wrap, into a salad. So, you know, really labeling things to start so that you know when you made it and the date that it should go by. Um, And then trying to just reinvent some of the leftovers and make, turn them into things that may seem out of the box. But I mean, like for me, I I make every Sunday, uh, I make pasta, rice, grilled chicken, roast vegetables, and then just sort of like turning them into new meals as the week goes on. I love that. Keeping it simple and using what you already have. So how do you keep from getting bored from meal prepping? That's the whole thing. It's like during the week, it's like, okay, I've already eaten this for lunch. I've already eaten that for dinner. How do you keep from being bored with it? Well, I think that everyone has their sort of like favorites, whether it's, you know, you like overnight oats or you like chia pudding or you like hot oatmeal or you love a smoothie. So kind of figure out what you love. And if you don't want to get bored, make sure that you're switching it up every other week. Because I always think that people end up going back to their favorites, even if they say, like, I really want something different all the time. Um, but I mean, for me, because of the way that I cook professionally, I'm all, my family is always eating something different every single night. Um, but pick the recipes that you really love that you know aren't going to take very long. Um, and, you know, if you don't want to get bored, it can be the same recipe, but cooking seasonally helps a lot too. So if you're, you know, you may want uh, that same any fruit crisp, which is a recipe um, in the Meal Prep Magic Cookbook. You could be using fresh peaches and strawberries to make it in the summer. Uh, you could be using pears and apples in the winter. And when they're fruits too expensive, you could just use frozen. So I take you through in the book, giving you tons of frozen and fresh fruit and vegetable options. Oh my goodness. I am frozen all day when my blueberries are not in season. I'm like, okay, where are the frozen ones? And they taste <laughs> just as good. And I found out through reading, it's like, on Mayo Clinic and those types of um, publications that they're just as healthy as. Oh yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Cause I used to drive myself crazy thinking, oh no, I got to buy fresh, but it's like, oh, frozen is just as healthy too. (laughs) Frozen fruits and vegetables are actually often more healthy because they're peaked. They're picked at the peak of perfection in season and then they're immediately frozen. So a lot of those nutrients are also frozen opposed to when something is picked, put on a truck, put on a plane, back on another truck, and then sits on the grocery shelf for five days. That makes total sense. Oh my gosh, that makes total sense. Now, how do you balance time and effort involved in meal prepping with other demands on your busy schedule? How do you balance all of that out? For me, and I really, I always, I think that if you just designate one 
day for a few hours a week. So for me, it's Sunday. Um, on Saturdays, I tend to just like take 15, 20 minutes and clean out my fridge. And on Sunday, I go to the farmer's market, kind of get everything that I need for the week. And then I come home and meal prep and I just cook, you know, for two hours, I get my kids involved. I put on a podcast like this that I love. And you know what I mean? So it's like doing you a a service to you because you're like, all right, I'm getting just dance. I'm going to listen to some music, you know, whatever that you love doing. And then you have all this food and you have a plan. So having that plan, um, is just, it's, I'm telling at the end of the day, it is the life-saving hack for feeding yourself or your family. I like that. Taking a few hours, like designating a day to do this, no matter what day it is, it's like take one of your days and just just do it to prep. So have you noticed any other benefits to meal prepping, such as improved health or even financial savings, which I know a lot of people are really concerned with at the time we're in now with high inflation and all of that? Well, if you're, if you're cooking your meals, I would say that you're living a more healthy life just because you tend to eat more real food options when you're cooking opposed to buying frozen, you know, meals with, that might have too much sodium in them or something that's just been packaged and, you know, has fillers in it. The biggest one for me right now, and you said it is money. I think that like everything, whether you go to Trader Joe's or Costco or Whole Foods, Everything is a dollar more. And I, I worry. I, I I don't know how people are doing it with their, their budgets because I, I just think that prices are not going to go down on food. I know from, I mean, I have a food company, one potato myself, and you know, you can't, you can't go back in time. So the prices we're looking at are the prices that are going to stay. And um, we have to figure out ways to budget. If you want to go out to eat, I think go out to eat, make it a special night, um, you know, get food that you wouldn't necessarily cook for yourself. But I think that saving money, it's taking those ingredients, whether it's pasta, bread, chicken, anything, and figuring out ways to cross utilize them um, and make them stretch for your dollar. I love that idea. Make, yes, crossing them and making them, making your dollar stretch because that, that is totally key. What is your advice for non-cooks like myself or newbies to meal prepping or struggling to make it a regular habit? Make a list, make a list for yourself, write down your favorite 10 foods and what are they and always keep them on hand and figure out ways that you can make them into different types of meals because that helps a lot in just the planning of having the foods on hand and then making a list of like, okay, these are the four recipes I love making. Uh, and you know, maybe it's tacos, one night burger, a salad, the next and rotate them, see how many of the ingredients you can chop an onion and have it in, in this recipe and then this recipe tomorrow so that you're stretching your dollar, you're saving time and also freeze as much when every time you cook, make one batch for tonight and then another batch for next week. Oh, that is a, that's a way to streamline the process right there to have everything in order for the kids, for the family, whether you're living by yourself or living uh, with a partner or a spouse, that is the way to go to streamline it. What are some of your personal meal prep tips and strategies for staying organized in the kitchen? 
Well, some of my strategies are like DIY cooking. So okay. I mean, our family like just loves like when I put out a bunch of different foods and then you have an awesome sauce um, and that's sort of the star of the show for the night. Um, but it's making like making a bunch of foods and then turning them into different foods throughout the week um, and then making them look nice in your refrigerator. So like I said, I just made chia pudding and I have a bunch of jars just stacked up um, and then whoever's in your house, be it yourself or someone else like that chia pudding, I can turn into green tea, chia pudding, chocolate, raspberry, like different flavors. It keeps it interesting, but, and, and like way less expensive than anything you're going to pick up on your way to your, on your way to work or school. Um, and just having it at the ready. I think that that's making sure if you have foods at the ready, you're just much more excited because you're like, well, at least I know what this tastes like. Um, and it's made fresh and I'm the one who was preparing it. Yes. And like you say, um, being, making it look pretty, making it creative, because like I say, I went down a rabbit hole on your website and I'm, I'm diving in. I told my, my family, I said, y'all weekly is laid out breakfast, snack, lunch, and dinner. Oh, I'm here right now. We're doing this. And you know, on the back, in the back of the book, it's a month of meal prep. And it shows you on the left-hand side, if you make all of these things, you can turn it into all of this. So, you know, from the, you know, to eight, 10 recipes you make on Sunday, you turn it into breakfast, lunch, dinner, Monday through Friday. So like, that's where you get to, you know, really seeing like, oh, wow, I see how this saves time and money. I love that. I, I love that. And and being creative because I know that I had seen uh, on one of the meal plans where it was a children's snack, but it could be an adult. It's an adult snack too. The cookie cutter letters on a slice of bread. I thought that was the cutest thing in the world. And I yeah. said, I've got lots of cookie cutters, you know, anything yeah. adults happy, you know, <laughs> so. No, it's so much fun. I mean, look, you know, we're all big kids. So on Weelicious, there are adult recipes. I mean, for everyone, every yes. age, um, but it is like, there are definitely plenty of uh, kind of more kid focused recipes there too, that are just, you know, more like just make it more creative, fun. And I have a lot of eye appeal. I love that, Catherine. Oh my gosh. Where can people find you if they want to follow you, if they want to keep in touch with all of your meal prepping ideas? Where can people find you on the interweb? So you, it's weelicious.com for all the free recipes, your heart desires, um, social media at weelicious across everything. Um, and then the cookbook is meal prep magic at all of your favorite booksellers. Catherine, thank you so much for taking time out to speak with me today because I know I'm sure going to be ordering. I'm going to have it on my Kindle. I am ready to dive in. 15 minutes or less, y'all. <laughs> it's it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you so much for your time. You're an angel. Thank you. Bye, Daria. Bye, Catherine. I am so grateful to Catherine for sharing her expertise on meal prep. Before we wrap up, I want to quickly recap some of the key action items from our conversation. First, how do we best prepare our kitchen for meal prepping that would help streamline the process? And how does this tie into decluttering? Well, the acronym for the book is POPE. And the way that I look at it is if you can purge and donate, get rid of all of that kind of extra clutter in your kitchen, it 
all of a sudden makes you immediately feel so zen and just like you enjoy cooking and being in your kitchen space. And then we go into the organization. So now it's decluttered, we've donated, gotten rid of, and you can organize it in glass jars. So you can see your food, take it out of the packaging, like pastas and grains and rices. So you can like see everything. So you know what you have. So you don't need to go spend more money often on foods that you might already have on hand. And then meal prepping. So making sure that you have a full list of the meals that you wanna make during a week and how many ingredients can you cross utilize and how can you turn that pasta you make on Sunday into four different meals for the days to come. And then the execute part of Pope is the cooking. So that's really just like digging in a hundred recipes with pictures in the book, but also that you're, you're cooking recipes that you love. And it doesn't have to be that many, but you know how long they take you and just really being organized in your shopping. Second, what type of organizational and labeling systems can we put in place today to stay organized in the kitchen? Don't feel like you have to do everything at once. So, I mean, at least once every six months, I take all my Tupperware out, make sure that there are lids for every container. And also, do we need more than eight or 10 pieces of Tupperware? I don't oh think gosh. so. Like, I, I mean, I think that we all, like, how do we accumulate like 30 pieces and you maybe have 15 lids to you know, bottoms that don't match? So I think that it is nice having glass because you know that it's, um, going to be probably better for the food that you're putting in it. And you can microwave in it if you want, or it's easy to go, take to go if it's tempered glass. Um, and then also back to your spices. Like I, I have these glass containers that I get on Amazon. They all match. They're all labeled beautifully. And the, the biggest problem I always take up with spice companies, you can't fit maybe even a teaspoon in the top of some of these spice containers. Oh, yes. What, right? So the ones that I have are much larger tops. So you just spoon a tablespoon out as much as you want. And they look beautiful and seamless. So having, I think that having gear, um, and that's how, what I like to refer to, you know, with those kind of like mason jars or big glass jars that you could store your pasta or your rice or your grains. And just having things, it doesn't have to cost a lot because I don't, you know, even for me, I keep, I use plastic shoe bins to organize my frozen fruits and vegetables. Oh, and my yes. ice in the freezer. I mean, yes. they're just, you know, they only cost a few dollars, but it's a good way to keep things divided instead of piled on top of each other. And finally, third. What creative meal prepping hacks can save us on time and money? Make a list. Make a list for yourself. Write down your favorite 10 foods. And what are they? And always keep them on hand and figure out ways that you can make them into different types of meals because that helps a lot in just the planning of having the foods on hand and then making a list of like, okay, these are the four recipes I love making. Uh, and you know, maybe it's tacos, one night burger, a salad, the next and rotate them, see how many of the ingredients you can chop an onion and have it in, in this recipe and then this recipe tomorrow so that you're stretching your dollar, you're saving time and also freeze as much when every time you cook, make one batch for tonight and then another batch for next week. I hope these action items have helped to steal some key insights that you could apply right now. If you haven't already, be sure to check out Catherine's work and her new cookbook, Meal Prep Magic. Time-saving tricks for stress-free cooking.
And don't forget to follow her on social media to stay up to date with the latest meal prep recipes and organization. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk with you soon. Well, that wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening to the Declutter Empress Radio Podcast. My name is Daria. If you enjoyed this episode, I would like you to do two things. One, share it with a friend, a family member, or anyone who you think would benefit from listening to this podcast. And two, feel free to leave a rating or a comment. I would love to hear from you. And until next time, take great care of yourselves and live clutter-free. Talk with you soon.